Today we continue to talk about love and how to make it manifest more in your life towards others and towards God's on today's episode of the Hope for Healing Faithful Living Podcast. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and thank you for joining me for this episode of the Hope for Healing Faithful Living Podcast. Like I said, we're going to continue to talk about love. In our last several episodes, we have talked about love and how God teaches us about love and how God has placed His love within us, but sometimes it's not manifesting. And we're going to talk about that today because the manifestation of the love that God has placed in us can change your life. It can change your relationships. It can save your marriage. It can restore the relationships that you have with your children. Love is powerful, and you have this within you already, but sometimes we need to understand how to help it manifest in our life, how to stir it up. And I want to talk about that. I knew a guy one time that he was just, you know, he wasn't being a very good husband, and he wanted to be, but he learned how to change himself into what God had called him to be. And the way that he did that was to acknowledge what God has already placed within him. Now, we've talked about this verse before, but I want to share it again. Romans 5, verse 5, and it says, And hope does not put us to shame. Now, hope, again, it's, it's very important to understand what biblical hope is. Biblical hope isn't wishing for something to happen. Biblical hope is a confident expectation based on God's word. So hope does not put to shame. The expectation that we have based on God's word does not put us to shame. It says because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. God's love is in us. Amen. God's love has been poured into our hearts. Now let's remind ourselves what love is like. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 7 says love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. When you act that way towards somebody, wow, it just draws people towards you. They, they can sense, people can sense love. I've talked about this before. But when you are not irritable, when you don't insist on your own way, when you're just patient with people that goes beyond understanding and you don't even mind doing it. See, that's one of the keys. See, you can be patient and you don't mind being patient. You're not getting irritated while you're waiting because you got this love within you that is patient. It is kind. It's an amazing thing when you start seeing God's love start to manifest through you. And then you don't get so upset when things aren't going your way. It's a wonderful thing to experience. Let me share with you this. Okay, we already talked about how God's love is in us. Okay, we shared what love is like. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says this, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 
So Paul is saying, like, you know, who I am, it doesn't matter anymore. That person is dead. I'm no longer going after my own ambitions. I'm no longer seeking to serve myself. I'm dead, but Christ lives within me. And the life that I now live in this body, in this flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Okay, so we live by faith. We've talked about faith before. So how do we apply it to the verse that says his love has been poured in us? Well, we accept that by faith, and we act on it by faith. And as you know, we've talked about it a lot, that when you see faith in the Bible, you know an action goes along with it. James chapter 2 says, faith without works is dead. So anytime we see faith, we need to be looking for that action that goes with it. Okay, When we believe something strongly, we're going to act on it. And so if we believe that God's love is in us, if we're going to walk in faith concerning that, then we need to act on it, and how are we going to act on it? Well, we'll get to that. First of all, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10 says, But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is within me. So Paul is saying that the work he was doing for God wasn't him doing it. It was the grace of God within him doing it. It's the same thing with love. When we want to love other people with the God's love that's in us, it's not us loving. It's the love of God within us loving. Amen. It's that grace to love. He's given us the ability to do work. He's given us the ability to love. That's the grace of God being active in our life. And remember, we live by faith. We walk by faith. Now, let's go a little further. Romans chapter 5, verse 2. Through him, referring to Jesus, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope, the confident expectation of the glory of God. God revealing himself through us and in us. So let's summarize a little bit. The love of God has been placed in your heart. And this love is amazing. It's patient. It's kind. It believes the good about people. It hopes all things, endures all things, and it's not irritable or resentful. So that's within you, and that's the grace of God within you to love. And we access this grace by faith. So there needs to be an action with it. We believe it, but we need to put an action with it. And in Romans 5, it says we obtain the grace that God has given us to walk in, to stand in through faith or by faith. Now, so what action do we put with our faith concerning love? Well, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13 gives us an example. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what has been written, I believed and so I spoke. We also believe and so we speak. One act of faith is our confession of faith. We just speak that it's so. Amen. Now, Colossians 2, verse 6 says, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. How did we walk in him? The same way we received him. How did we receive him? Let's look at that. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Because if you confess, what's confessing mean? To speak. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes. 
Okay, this is telling you how you do it. For with the heart, one believes and is justified, and with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. That's how you move in faith. That's how you got saved. That's how you're going to live by faith, believing what the Word of God says is true, and you say it with your mouth. And Hebrews 10, 23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Now let's put it together, and I'm going to tell you what's going to change your life. Okay? The Word of God says that the love of God has been placed in our heart. Romans 5, 5. We went over that. We see from 1 Corinthians chapter 13 what that love is like. So we are going to walk by faith concerning this love that's in our heart. So what we do is we confess what we believe. Do we believe that God's love is in our heart by the Holy Spirit? Well, the Word says that, so we choose to believe it. Do we believe that this love, this God kind of love within us is patient and kind? The Word says that, so that's what we confess. Does, do we believe that the, uh, the love within us, the God love in us, doesn't envy or boast? It's not arrogant or rude? Yeah, so we start confessing that. Do we believe that this love that God has placed in us, His love, doesn't insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. Yeah, so we confess it. We speak it. We believe it, so we say it. Uh, do we believe that this love within us doesn't rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth? Yeah, so we believe that, so we say it. Do we believe that love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things? Yes, we believe so as an act of faith, we say it. So let me give an example. We can say, by faith, I believe that God's love is within me. By faith, I believe that God's love is within me. By faith, I believe that that love within me is patient. It is kind. The love that God has placed in me doesn't envy or boast. The love that God has placed in my heart is not arrogant or rude. The love within me does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. The love within me does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. God has placed his love inside of me by his spirit, and I believe that, and I confess that it's true. And that love bears all things. That love believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. This love is within me, and it's working through me to love others and to love God. So you start to confess that. You start to confess that God's love is in you and what that love is like. You do that, and you'll start to see the manifesting of this type of love flow through you and out of you. It will change your life. All of a sudden, you're going to realize you're not as irritable as you used to be. All of a sudden, you're going to start to realize that you're not as um, insisting on your own way that you used to be or impatient because now in you is patience. That love is patient. When you didn't used to be kind to people, now you're going to start to see, wow, I'm starting to be kind to people. I'm not even thinking about it. It's just flowing out of me. Because God's love is manifesting in you because by faith, you're accessing this grace within you. You believe what the word is saying, you start to confess it, and it starts to manifest. That's how you are by faith. And it's no longer you that lives anymore, but it's Christ living in you. The love of God in you, reaching other people, and you'll see it start to manifest. And people will just look at you and be drawn to you. And that's when you can share with them the true love of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, this will save your marriage. I'm telling you, this will save your family. It will restore relationships. Because you're not going to be needy. You know, sometimes that's what hurts relationships is being needy. But when your focus is on 
love of God flowing through you to them, then your focus isn't on you because you no longer live as Christ would live within you. So you're no longer needy. You no longer get upset when things don't go your way or somebody may let you down. Okay. I mean, there's going to be times you may get some hurt, but it's not going to be like it was before because you're going to love and you're going to love with the love of God inside of you. Loving people, loving people, and you're going to enjoy it. And the people around you are going to enjoy it too. Love. Remember we talked about faith works by love. You want to be strong in faith, you got to be strong in love. And God teaches us how to love, and he teaches us that he has already given us the love that we need to love others. We serve a good God. Rejoice in the love that's within you and see that it's starting to manifest in your life. Amen. Again, I'm Tim Dumas, and this has been the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. I appreciate you joining me. I do hope it's been a blessing. Until next time, may God's riches and best be yours. <music>